0: By the end of this podcast, you'll find out what the impact of Man United's injury crisis is and whether Man City need to be worried about their performance in the Sheffield United game. Welcome to The Knobcast, a podcast giving City and United fans their weekly fix of football analysis and debate with a focus on banter rather than bias. In this week's podcast, um, Manchester United coming back from 2-0 down against potential relegation fodder Nottingham. Forest. Uh, should we praise United for a miraculous comeback, or should we be concerned? I mean, don't know why I'm saying we because I'm not a United fan. Or should United fans be concerned about the fact that they actually went down two nil to Nottingham Forest um, at Old Trafford? We'll be discussing the Manchester United injury situation and the potential incoming of Kukurea uh, from Chelsea on loan, and we'll also be having a chat about uh, Sheffield United one Manchester City two uh and whether city's performance you know do, does it bode well for the rest of the season uh was it a bad performance does it matter because they got the three points but that is what we will discuss as always i'm with my manchester united co-host gaskey hello hello how you
1: doing yeah, not good. Not bad. Not bad. Not good. Not bad. Not no, good. What What's wrong no, with me? No, I mean, not bad. No, What's I meant not right? you you bad. You can tell me. I, Sh- should we have an intervention? Time. Should we intervention right no, now it's not, it's, not, it's, not that, it's not that kind of podcast. It can be. Should we make it now? <laughs> <that>? Should we <laughs> make it right now? No, that's, no, we're not doing a therapy session.
0: <laughs> therapy with Gaskey and Nobbins. Um, <laughs> yeah, so everything's good, yeah? Yeah, we are good. How are you? I'm good. What's the best thing you've eaten this week or last week? Ooh. Don't be lewd. Ooh. cavalry probably. Oh, what was, well, your, what, was on, what was on your was on your car? What was the best item of that carvery?
1: Oh, do, do? do you know what? I'm a fan of parsnips. <laughs> I'm a parsnip guy, you know. I just yeah, I'm but but you can't Yorkshire puddings are must. Mm,
0: I, the Yorkshire. I do love Yorkshire puddings. I can eat. I can. I, I can eat like six of them. What it's just, they're so uh, easy to eat. Um, speaking of being easy to eat and maybe even defeat. What a link that was. <laughs> for uh, <God's> sake, Manchester <laughs> United went 2-0 down at home against Nottingham Forest. Gaskey, discuss.
1: Shit defending. <laughs> for that. Just a her absolutely horrendous start. Like, it's a start. The way they want to play, I have no issue with because it is front foot, it is press, it is... You know, win the ball back in their third, which they're very good at doing. But it just creates so many holes. It's it's to, to me, it just seems it's too huge of a risk with the squad they've got mm. to do to do that. Because the first goal was just evidence that as soon as they nicked it, they've gone. They, they scored in the first what 90 seconds because yeah, they've t- gone to do that press, which is fine. Mm. But they're just too they're too they're not it's as if the defence are not ready to do it and they just what's well, one pass and they're in.
0: Yeah, well, talk me through that first goal because it was, it was from a corner, wasn't
1: right. it? The other corner got cleared absolutely normally. But then God knows what happened. And he just dropped to a Shifty United player who played it through. I think it was Varane misjudged it or something. And then it's just got through to a one-year who's just gone one-on-one with a keeper then I think he's just messed with Onana's head. He's thinking, when is he shooting? He's just <laughs> falling over. <laughs> those, some of those memes like, are so funny. Well, yeah, but like, I'm not even going to criticise that because at the end of the day, one, he shouldn't be one-on-one with him anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And two, Onana is the most, from what I've seen, he's like, he'll just criticise himself. So I am I know full well he's not going to go and blame other people. He'll say, oh, what am I doing? You know. Sure. So it's like, right, he made an error, he made an error. The second goal was just... Again, they're so bad at set pieces, United, is they were bottom last season at scoring them mm-hmm. and they're probably top at conceding them or yeah. whatever. And it was just all poor defending. I think it took a deflection at some point and they were 2-0 after five minutes. Yeah. But by the 11th minute, United had a 91% possession. They were all over them. I don't know if it were... I think it was more the United press then started to settle. What they wanted to do was the structure started to appear. Sheffield so if United could only counter them and they were blocking that. And that is how I can expect them to play. They're creating so many chances in these games, mm. and the the lack of striker is is frightening. It is he's appeared last season. He's starting to appear already. They created. I think they've created now the most in the league. Mm. They've just not got anyone to score them. You know, decision making is poor in the last final third, and not having that that player that that Harlan style player to stand in the six yard box and just tap him in. Do you know when they when they're creating these chances? It took for, it took Erickson to be the man to do it. Do you know which is what obviously Mason Mount needs to do when he's when he's fit is do that kind of deep run and play in the six yard box. So I can I'm not I'm not a negative person. I'm not going to start throwing you know this is crap blah blah blah. Mm. You, I can see what they want how we want to play and I can see the style. If if Ten Hag isn't backed, you know if he, by the end of this transfer by the end of this week if he's not got what he needs he's going to have to change the style because you can't go full season playing this way with the players Casemiro can't do it on his own he can't play that style you know as soon as gaps start appearing and he gets targeted he has to come off because he's just going to get run round because that's not the type of football he plays and and he's, and the pressure that's going to be on Hoylum when he's fit he's going to have to bag like 20 goals mm. because the, the amount of chances they're creating they're going to have to score if they're going to start conceding but like I under Fergie I was happy 6-5 wins you know and they won leagues and they were having there were some cra- crazy games they'd have. Fine, but they need to start scoring them. Mm. And for crying out loud, Lee Rashford on left wing as well. He was fantastic. Stop moving him. Just don't touch him and don't touch Fernandez at, at 10. Just, just leave it. Yeah, <laughs> let Adapt other players mm-hmm. to their system. You know, your best players you shouldn't touch.
0: So obviously they came back to win it 3-2. So yeah. it, it goes to show they, they can score
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the second goal was fantastic. Straight up trading down, and that was what what they're capable of doing. Play a play a corner around the box, Rashford passes it back to Bruno, heads it across goal, tapping. Easy peasy. Mm. And the they're the capable of creating these chances, and they're capable of being you know, of being very good. But I just don't he's trying to play away without the personnel to play that way. And I think that's going to become an issue unless he gets the players to do that.
0: So we're going to touch on Kukurea in in the next section. So, but before, but that's that's more like a reactionary signing due to injuries rather than yeah. like this is what I need. So you're saying you know Ten Hag needs to be backed. We, he needs more players, etc. Uh, are there any actual like name uh, names that we can put to those gaps?
1: Yeah. So to start with, I would say Amrabat I'm, I'm in midfield. Because sure. he he's a more he's a more like leggy midfielder. Because they're interested in like Heuberg as well. The, 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 he's getting desperate now, and this is just the sign of the last ten years at United. A manager does really well in his first year, and then he ends up just getting crap. The players that he's just he's having to look, you're gonna have to get something else. It's like, you know, he, he's walked into weight rows and he's somehow walking down the he's walking down the bloody he ends up walking yeah, he's got in the door with weight rows and ends up at bloody Aldi. Mm. somehow you know it's like no it says you 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 told me i want this we're looking at getting this and i'm ending up with that it's you know and this is it's just a sign of the last 10 years and you know you can you can people can comment all they want about the amount that gets spent it gets spent because they have to back these managers to let to, so they come and get the job and then go right deal with deal with leftovers but united has needed a complete revamp for 10 years yeah Do you know like it should have cashed in well it should have happened is you should have cashed in them at tom and a and brought Aaron back in four months four weeks ago You know, and then that would have been done, as simple as that. But it isn't happening, and it's and you know Ten Hag will end up getting sacked because he's going to be stuck playing this style of football he wants to play with McTominay covering the centre, and I I can't blame him for it because it's like I can see what he wants to play and I can see how it will work. You know, with the way they're creating. But without backing him, he's now got he's now got Varane out injured. So Lindelof and Badis are going to play. But Lindelof is fantastic. To I didn't. Be fair.
0: I didn't know Varane was
1: injured. No, Verano just got in, yeah. For today he's out for a few weeks. Right. But he don't play international football now. So potentially he could be back after the international break. So it's maybe just the Arsenal game potentially. Uh, but but Lindelof is fantastic when he came on. You know. Mm. And you've got you've got Maguire who's on huge wages who's now stuck and you'll never play. You'll play in the cups and that's about it. Yeah. Unless, unless he gets lucky, lucky and someone else gets injured. Yeah, exactly. And these injuries are appearing. And the and again, like you like you said, they're having to react to it rather than be proactive about it. But mm. that that comes down to owners. You know, it comes down to not backing the manager properly. You know, mm. you need to have this full revamp of the team, and it just looks like we're going around in circles. I was confident last season that he would be back, but I I guess I'm just I'm 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 falling for it every time. Question. So. Uh,
0: let's assume for argument's sake that, again, we'll touch on Kukurea, let's for argument's sake say you don't get someone like Amrabat. Uh, so you've basically, so basically the squad you have now, it, in, like, players come back from injury, whatever the squad you've got now is the squad you're going to have to cope with all season. Now, I, now I, we, in our tentative Premier League predictions video, I had United third, you had them second, I believe. Yeah. Um. Are you based on the games you've seen so far with the with the squad you have right now? Assuming no one else comes in, such as Amrabat, are you getting concerned of the performances you've seen so far, or do you, are you still like no, we're still going to get second, third sort of thing?
1: Um, it's hard to say because all it takes is for it to click. As soon as it clicks, I think they'll I think they'll be fine. I think top two. I think they'll they'll fight with Arsenal. Um, but it's hard to judge if it's going to click until the squads fit, you know. Yeah. But if it doesn't like if it doesn't click, it could be they could miss out on Champions League easily. It's 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 a, a huge yo yo gap. It's not like oh they'll scrape top four. It's like you could finish finish six seven before you're going to finish second. You know, depending on what happens, it's <laughs> really hard to call at the moment. I think you'd have to ask me like. November, no, yeah, <laughs> that the on and stuff, and then see how you know, because you never know, Hoyland could come in and just absolutely start, you know, they'll start putting True. it in the six-yard box and snapping them in, and then yeah. you realise you're tuning up against most teams, and most teams then just don't want to get battered, mm. you know, and the defence might be fine, you know, but it'd be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking, obviously, it's a very, very, very early days. We haven't even seen yeah. the minutes of Hoyland. I'm just thinking, you know, for example, a uh, very good comeback by United, but you know, a competent team
1: let's say i don't wouldn't, know yeah yeah Aston well, Villa, they, let's be fair next week against arsenal if they go to up, you know, they ain't losing 3-2 exactly yeah a more
0: competent team gets yeah. all three points or you know at least a draw in that situation yeah. and I, again i repeat it's early days but so far i've you know i have watched every United game and i think basically every single game it, you've played borderline poor yeah
1: but but i would, but I, would days. I, argue, I would yeah exactly but i would argue against that in the forest game because because apart from that 5 minutes they battered them Mm. They were absolutely all over them, you know, and the, the way they were playing was working, which will shows against teams that are like, you say, relegation fodder, you'd you'd expect that. You wouldn't expect to go 2-0 down, but maybe, you know, another week, they wouldn't go 2-0 down against them, mm. you know, but, but you get you kind of got to look at it the way you're looking at it, where they haven't been good this season yet, and they've gone 2-0 down against Forrest. You know, if they were, if they were, if we were halfway through the season, they went 2-0 down and you'd go, oh, oh bloody hell. You'd be like, Jesus, Forrester winning 2-0. And you think it's just a shock. But now we're having the discussion about, are they good enough? Because it's three games in a row, isn't it? Hmm. Where they've not been great. But I think they, this game, they have gone, if you were to ignore the the, the the start, miles better, miles, miles better than the first two games. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think just, if they can get something against Arsenal, because they haven't beaten anyone in the top half for God knows how long away from home, mm. they, need to, they need to get they need to get result against Arsenal, get to this international break and just see if they can get these players fit and go from there. And hopefully, before they turn to win us over, we can get another midfielder in who mm. can because as good as Mason Mount can be, he doesn't against big teams. He, he can't play that midfield. You'll be absolutely trounced.
0: Just speaking of fitness, to move on to the next United section. Uh, Luke Shaw's picked up a pretty bad injury. He's out for a number of months. Uh, apparently, he? that
1: apparently it's his muscles of his leg that he broke of just crumbling. Oh right, so, Oh, I see. Oh, so it's
0: like a recurring injury. Well,
1: he... well, he broke his leg in the he did, against, yeah. Yes, yeah, so he wasn't aware of it was, and I think he probably the amount of games he played that many games and that many minutes. His boy muscles are probably just giving in. Do we have an yeah, estimate so. of how long he's out for? But I think it's said uh, November, December
0: ish. Okay, so maybe yeah. around four months or so, something like yeah. that. Um, and in response to that, uh, United have been linked with your know, left back options. One of the, the the main name that's coming out is Chelsea's Kukurea, who, if you had to ask me, who was the worst signing last season? I'd probably say him, based yeah. <laughs> say
1: You would, argue, it wouldn't you?
0: Because he he was brought in to be a starting. Uh, defender for Chelsea he was
1: brought in for 70 million wasn't
0: he yeah brought him for big money brought him oh, to be shit. a starter and he and he wasn't good to be honest and I, ne- I never saw him have a good game quite frankly um, so United linked with him on, on a loan deal um, I'm a little bit confused about this Gasco I understand you need someone but yeah. surely I, there I are better options <laughs> Yeah. Because it won't be cheap on wages.
1: It's, it's it. I think 2 million, they've said. It'll be 2 million. Deal. You have to pay his wages, though, I imagine, as well. No, no, no. That's the whole thing, is a 2 million loan. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. Yeah, so I think he's all in. Like in. In comparison to Lukaku's Deroma's eight. Sure. That's in like, comparison, you know. Um, it's an iffy one because it's like, you need someone who can come in, know, I would say knows the league, and can play substantial minutes. Um. You need the backup because otherwise, Delo will be playing left back, where he's not bad. Yeah, cause
0: but because Malice is out as well, isn't he?
1: Yeah, oh, he's out as yeah. well. But Gonal, he not even say if that long out for. Mm. Um, but it's a difficult one because he was good for Brighton. He's very, very good for Brighton. He clearly can't defend. So, but then if he's if he's if he's in the final third, I have no issue. I just because he's not bad at playing the ball in, but. United should defend in the moment. You so someone just, who's just as bad. I just, <laughs> just just
0: imagine this is sort of like a scouting report. Like uh, you you've you've been tasked with scouting Ukraine. You've gone to like the the directors and like uh, and the board directors. <laughs> <and 10-hour laughs> so yeah, so it, it was good and bright. Yeah, yeah. so he, he, he can't defend, um, but this oh, is what oh, I oh,
1: like- <laughs> <laughs> I'd be good marketing. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> like it, it's a tough one because they need someone. Obviously, someone that's available because he's coming down the transfer window. So it's difficult to find someone you can just take and it's a win-win for Chelsea, so I can understand why Chelsea would be interested in this, because mm. it gets him away from the club, and if he plays well, Chelsea can ask God knows how much from United for him, or uh, elsewhere, or if he's shit, it's fine, because it's fucked United over, but um, I, I just I, I find it difficult to think of even anyone else, because looking at the list of players, I'd take him over any of them, to be honest, is that like Rico Henry from Brentford got mentioned, I'm like, why? Uh-huh because mm. I don't think he will be good enough uh, Tagliafico who's like 31 so what's the point point? Mm. and then I can't remember who else there was there was someone else as so well I can't remember but you know I, I, it's difficult this is the point we're at we're at a point now where we're just scrapping to find players
0: is, is there a world where Martinez could be used as a makeshift, makeshift I don't back?
1: know I don't know why they don't just promote Fernandez for the youth you've got a youth player this season last season. really oh yeah. he, he's left back he's is a he? left back yeah right
0: Again, so why would, yeah. you, why
1: would you not just promote him that's, gonna, that's my argument he's like just promote him but then apparently he's going on loan to Granada so you just cancelled that and said look you're going to be playing now I'm pretty sure you know you've just got young player of the season at the youth level or reserves start him give, yeah. him, give him a go yeah because it's only
0: until uh, Malasia or Luke
1: Shaw come back isn't it yeah or potentially he might stay in he might be like it's okay Shaw sure, take your time because Van is playing brilliantly I, th- I think you know take, take it give it a go it, and it saves and it saves money if I was a
0: United fan, I think I'd want Dallow or Martinez at left back over yeah, Cucurreo.
1: to be exactly. honest. But obviously, Martinez can't because they haven't got fit centre-backs. You'd have
0: to play Maguire, wouldn't you?
1: Maguire-Lindelof, if you want that again. Don't want the yeah. chuggler brothers again. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it is, it is a difficult one because they need someone to come in. But then what do you, what do you go for? You
0: know. Yeah, it's it's just tricky because it makes it means your back four is probably going to be Kukurea, Martinez, Lindelof, Wambasaka.
1: Yeah, which is to be fair, like Lindelof, Lindelof's been, in my opinion, very underrated recently because I think he gets dumped next to Maguire and he gets a lot of stick, mm. but not not next to Maguire, He's 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 more than fine. I think. Sure. Uh one with is more defensive and I guess Ku more attacking. So mm. I haven't got a huge issue with it. But again, you don't know what Ku is going to turn up. If he's Brighton one turned up, you'd be buzzing. But mm. then there's chances that it'll be a Chelsea one. But he did for Chelsea playing a back three. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it to be honest with you. I've not it was only a few hours ago I've had a chance to like let it settle in. <laughs> yeah. Well so no. um well, I mean, next week will be interesting because the transfer window will be closed and yes. it'll be interesting to see if they've even pulled anything in and if they've got their typical United 90-year-old that they've got on loan on mm. stupid wages that they tend to get. So, oh, I don't know.
0: Exactly, yeah. Well, it, as you say, it is the uh, is transfer deadline. Uh, transfer deadline day will have happened by the time we record the next podcast. So we'll, be, we'll discuss that uh, and more. And Who knows? Maybe City will have signed you know Nunez from Wolves as well. Who knows... Uh, and speaking of City, Gasco, let's move on to Manchester City, shall we? It was uh, Sheffield United one, Manchester City two. Uh, I, I, we've discussed this, and I've, I tweeted about it as well. That this game was literally just a mirror image of the Nottingham Forest game from last season, where we absolutely dis- destroyed and dominated them in respect of, like you know, um, offensive pressure and possession and. At, you know actually having shots and actually creating chances and you know actually like you know t- taking the game to the opposition uh you know uh, keeping Sheffield United at bay I think in the in the first half for example like, I don't think Sheffield United had a shot I think they may have had like 15 percent of the ball and I appreciate they are a newly promoted side who are probably going to get relegated but at home you know, I'd expect even like championship sides against City to have, you know, more possession than that. You know.
1: Even even a, even a bit more of a kick up their ass just to like, well, well, that, that was like, the thing. Well, they got, uh, well, I did see at one point though. they got a sniff and then they just like, decided, that's when they decided, do you know what? Let's have a go. And it's like, why do you wait until you get a little sniff before you decide? Just give it a go. That's that's where people always had that debate about when Pep's Barcelona were winning at like, every game and you go, the league's just crap because they're winning 6 every time. It's because teams want to beat them. Mm. Yeah, they, want, they want to go. I want to beat Barcelona. That's what the attitude team should have. I want to beat City. You know the best team in the world. I want to beat them. Not oh oh no, we're playing City. Let's sit back.
0: Yeah, and, and that's exactly. I mean, look, Sheffield United. I you know I'm not going to have a go at them for doing that because you know, but they they were always going to get 11 men behind the ball. That's exactly what they did. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter who you're playing against. If you got everyone sat behind the ball, it's hard to create anything. Um, yeah. As it was, Alvarez should have scored. Uh, I think it was Wa- uh, Haaland should have done better with a couple of Walker crosses
1: and Haaland obviously should have scored the penalty. Um, but- I, 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 like I would just say, he's pissed off a lot of FPL players. Yeah. a lot. <laughs> probably, probably 98% of
0: them. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But but it, then, you know, uh, second half started how the first half uh, went on in that it was all City. It was, and, you know, Walker put in an, an, another cross yes, and Haaland got on the end of it. Just missed it. Uh, he, again, should have done better. Um, Rodri had, had had a shot, which is wide, and then finally, uh, this this time from across, Grealish clipped it in and Hall, and he couldn't miss that one. He, mi- he missed a couple. There was another. There was like a one-on-one dink. He also missed in the second half. Oh yeah. He fi- fi- finally got that it, point. It was of it, like
1: another day of the week. That's <laughs> six 0 you
0: know and that's the thing and and that's why like uh, you know some, some reaction from some city fans online has been like doom and gleam of oh my god you know we, we only uh, we only scored two goals against him. we relied on like a 90th minute winner and as you say it's, it's the same thing with this is why after that nottingham forest draw obviously i was annoyed because we just battered them and we like dropped two points because of a stupid mistake in the 90th minute but as you say how many times has, does holland miss a penalty first of all and then
1: how many times does he miss? Like four or five sitters? It doesn't happen. Exactly. It's it's just one of those games. Mm. It says they, they happen. You know, they don't, you know, no team will ever win every game and no team will potentially, potentially go unbeaten again. You know? So there'll be games when they don't play brilliantly. There'll be games when players have bad games. There'll be games when Kyle Walker makes a stupid mistake to let a team back in, mm. as we saw. And, but the next six months, they probably won't make any errors. And mm. that's just how it is. I've I've seen United under Fergie do plenty of times. I remember them. Burnley came in the Premier League the first season. They lost one 0 at Turf Moor, mm. you know. And, and then I think there was that when they were two 0 down against Blackpool. It says these games happen, Yeah. and you know, unless it's consistently happening, which is kind of like with United, where it's just a mess at times. Consistently, that's when there's worries, not when it's one game.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. Exactly, and it's uh, you know City always starts slowly. We've talked about this many times. It doesn't excuse Walker being he an incredibly stupid thing.
1: He's the captain for Christ's sake in the 84th minute when you're only one 0 up. It, to me, the error the error's is one thing, but to lie on the floor and just kind of watch the game to me it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I like don't it's know. your brain just like switched off, thinking, shit, I am going to get up here. It's like, to be fair, it was for me. It was more. Shefford had about ten passes before he got off his ass. Yeah, And it was like you could have got up. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so, I don't know, but. Yeah, but, Rodri but, to the rescue again I know but and,
0: you know all credit to Walker in fairness after he made that error he was clearly obviously you know disgusted with himself etc because he cre- in fairness then after the after the goal he basically conceded he, he created two really good chances like he he kept the ball in play he, he passed it to Foden Foden played it. we'll talk about Foden in a minute Foden played in Alvarez Alvarez had to do better so he nearly got oh, like
1: the other one he skied yeah yeah, yeah. He,
0: he, he took on his right.
1: That was great play in that. I was just like, it's great play by
0: Walker and Foden. Yeah. And then like five minutes later, again, Walker does really well. Pings exact <laughs> same situation, pings into Foden. Foden gets the touch, and then Rod- Rodri like latches onto it. It's like a 90th minute winner. So, uh, you know, I'll give Walker his credit of he, he made amends for his error in fairness. Yeah. He shouldn't have back it in his own box in the 84th minute when you 1-0 down, but you've got to give him his due for, for being really good. Uh, yeah. There as well, and uh, and overall, Walker was really good. Just because he's normally in his later seasons with City, Associates being more defensive, he was actually really good going forwards in the game. Like he should have got like a, a couple of, of
1: assists, really, especially that Hall and one where he crossed in. I think he just, I think he just does it less than he used to. I think he's just more like he is more sat back let others do it, whereas he's still capable.
0: He, he's capable, of, yeah on his day but I do think that he's definitely no, he's le- l-
1: yeah less than he used he to be he has edge having, for sure essentially having Docu in front of him now foreseeable will just be fine because I mean he, from what I've seen Docu just goes around people like it's just easy so yeah did you
0: did you learn that from uh, from an Al Nobbins video
1: perchance I, I, I watched it I, yeah I saw an analysis last video on YouTube and I uh, thought I'd give it a watch did you give it a like a like and, and I subscribed to him as, no don't, okay. I was already subscribed <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, but yes yes
0: so uh, a doku didn't make an appearance i thought I thought the, the, the game was crying out for a doku or a and in that again see, see,
1: yeah the doku would stand out where teams especially when teams have spent their game defending you bring him on just to piss them off yeah you know it's like you ain't catching him
0: yeah, you need those players who can just like easily take on and go round, and now they can create a crossing opportunity rather than you know slow. Rather than uh, I think in those situations, it's probably better than someone like you know I know he wasn't you know, on the pitch, but you know someone like Mares, for example, yeah. um, or, or you know like a.
1: It's a very like a different Grealish. style because I can't remember the last time City had a player direct like that. Well, I, I guess really, on the wing on the wing.
0: Sterling and Sane would have been the last sort of similar similar options. Sterling
1: was a bit slower, wasn't it? But Sane was very direct.
0: Yeah, exactly. Probably Leroy, yeah, which is like 2019, 2020. It's been a hot minute. I'm very excited for Doku. Hopefully we'll talk about him next podcast if he gets up to play against uh, I don't know who we play next. Uh, Should I check my document? Is it Fulham? (laughs) Fulham. Oh, Fulham. There we go. Fulham at home. And that's a good coincidence. I just wanted to talk about Fulham because obviously... You know, this is City United podcast title race um Arsenal have already dropped points against Fulham now even if city drop points against um Sheffield United the difference for me would have been that it was a stupid error later in the game after a whole gate period of like just outright domination and way should have like scored five or six goals but the Arsenal are not really they haven't learned the mistakes of the past where you can't get away with
1: conceding two goals all the time. and like it, Well, we, we, yeah, we had this discussion, didn't we? Was it, it was after City beat them 4-1, wasn't it? I think. When we thought, this is now, the gap's there. And after that, they were conceding two every game. And it's like, you're going to, con- yeah, if you're going to, you're going to make mistakes, if, you make, if team players make errors, it is how it is, but you should be, in, you should be distanced, there should be gaps, there should be two goal gaps by then, potentially, you know, but then, A team, all team needs a sniff, especially a team like Fulham, who you know do score goals, who could be the dark horses this season because they're just not talking about the Caramel Cup as well. So, you know, it's. Yeah, they could with the dark horses, and, you, and you're dropping points. These are the teams you need to get three points for at home, especially. And they had ten men as well. At what uh, you know, for for a time Fulham. for I for about I think about ten minutes. For ten
0: minutes, yeah. And well, f- f- Fulham equalised when they had ten men. I know that much. Yeah,
1: exactly. For okay, so obviously set Yeah, you know, all you need shows. All you need is a set piece. Yeah, and a set piece, and you can get a goal. So
0: yeah, and, and for me, that it was a totally different like game of you know conceding like so early on is very different to conceding you know later after you've absolutely battered them because you put yourself in the in, a, in an awful. Position yeah. and yeah, like they they got away with it at times last season with the I think of the Aston Villa game. I think and there was, was the Brentford the one as Bournemouth well, Bournemouth game, even the Brentford game. The, yeah, well, I'm just thinking the Bournemouth and Villa one because that was when they conceded two, but they were still able to get oh, a, a last win, minute three winner. From
1: it. Yeah, but, yeah,
0: and, and we we're like, right, but you, you, you won't, you can't even, keep doing even, that. Yeah, even United as well, really. even even United. Yeah, again, a last minute winner, but but this didn't learn, and this is a new season. I know it's early days, but it's like, how have you still not learned? How have you still not learned that mistake?
1: Uh, learn, learn exactly yeah control the ball but especially when you two when you two one up they've got 10 men control the ball you yeah. know don't even give them a sniff but you give them you give them a sniff and
0: spe- and, just, took, yeah. and just speaking of like control because like you know lots of people watching that city sheffield United game big critique of cities oh it's so boring it's a focus on control there was the one period in the game where city didn't focus on control so for, like the last five minutes or whatever it was all chaos at the end and we nearly conceded an equalizer you know, like Ruben Diaz missed a header or whatever. That's why you don't play with chaos. That's why you've got to do what City do. And kill he's, the he's game. exploring.
1: One team's what away with three points, one's walked away with one. And yeah, and one, There's a difference. And one team
0: walked away with the treble doing that. So it's just yeah, like, it's just yeah. a really weird critique I mean, game, for me. It's just game, game management, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But as you say, on any other day, City would have won like five, six nil. I'm personally not at all concerned as I said I don't really get why some City fans are concerned yeah. it's,
1: it's like like we said though it's the same argument we said about Arsenal conceding too if this is if this becomes weekly that's when you start to get worried one game like, like they were comfortable against Newcastle okay it was only 1-0 but it is Newcastle you don't concede a lot mm. and you know and then they okay they scraped past Sheff, uh, Sheffield United in terms of goals but we're comfortable.
0: Exactly. In terms of chances and actual, you know, we, exactly. City don't miss that many chances. City don't normally miss, well, I know City don't have the best penalty record, but we don't normally miss penalties. Yeah.
1: But if they go, if they go to like Fulham next week, they might win 4-0 and then no one will care. So it's like, it just depends. It's consistency, isn't it? As long as they don't end up being constantly conceding goals, then they'll be fine.
0: Yeah. And yeah, and I would be concerned if we weren't creating chances, but I know that's creating a lot. Exactly. <laughs> so, H- H- and will not miss sitters like that or as many in one game, anyways. And general city, like Alvarez, like, should have scored two or three as well. Um, Foden came on at one all and immediately created two chances, one of which should have been an assist, one of which was an assist. He only didn't start because he had, I think it was gastroenteritis. Is that the term? Uh, he, he, he had a poorly tummy. That well, no. oh,
1: Yeah, I yeah, said yeah, acid, acid reflux. Yeah, he,
0: he, he was ill. That's why he wasn't able to start. Uh, but Kate comes on, and as I say, it, it, win, wins the game for City with, with that assist and should have got the assist before. And if Alfred's had a miss, it just goes to show it negasky that if fit, he has to. Play.
1: <laughs> Even not fully fit. <laughs> yeah,
0: he has to start.
1: Yeah. yeah. Where our interest. Where would where do you think his ceiling is? Because in the last few weeks, we've spoke about Foden a lot and how good he is. He's what is it, 24? 23. Are you younger than that? 23. He's a young 23. How, exactly. So, where what ceiling could he have? I've,
0: well, I, I, I've said I've said it since his like breakthrough season. I think he has Ballon d'Or potential. I, I, wrote, I, I, I honestly
1: did. I that's what I was going to say. I think he has got Ballon d'Or potential. Um,
0: well, does that mean he will win it? No, but no. Uh, I, I think but, he could become it, that level of player exactly
1: like in the next couple of years he could play every minute for City and he could have ridiculous numbers you yeah. know and City could get another treble and he could be Ballon d'Or winner yeah I, there's I, no I, reason why not
0: I don't see why not um, yeah I, I just especially playing for City you're always going to win stuff if he, if he becomes the main man at City Win, let's say winning stuff you know if he scores
1: you know, in a Champions League final or whatever there's no reason why he can't win the Ballon d'Or yeah, that's always a difficulty isn't it do you know I think like because City will always have be, always be able to attract the stars now in every position like for example knowing Cancelo's going and then replacing him with Ardial, you know there's always going to be a replacement there and there's always going to be a multi-million pound player to slot in does that mask over it like for example De Bruyne is still arguably City's best player even when he's not you he know, injured yeah. and stuff like that but it, it seems not easy to replace, but also someone can simply slot in his gap. Does that affect it? The chances of having, you know, like, for example, like Messi was just that far ahead of everyone else and other Ballon d'Or winners in the past. But having such stars everywhere, mm. does that not let that player stand out as much to get the Ballon d'Or? What would, would you say?
0: Maybe. I mean, I I, I don't agree with the whole ah, that player works worse. So, Because some people like to say that if you take this player out of that team and that player out of that team and this team performs much worse than that team and this team can cope better, people immediately go, ah, this play is better slash more important.
1: I personally don't yeah. buy that as an argument. I, I disagree with that as well because Tottenham yeah. could play better now without Hurricane, but does that mean Hurricane is a bad player? And no. You, I, and if,
0: if you think of like, you know, City's domestic quadruple year, De Bruyne was out for like half of that. Yeah. Um, and... But he, but he was still clearly our best player so yeah. I, I think in the eyes of people who don't know any better I agree with you that's what people go oh but you know like if they take, if you don't take him out then
1: it, it doesn't really matter because Cause it's, cause that, that's like why I think Benzema won it Benzema won it because Real Madrid's team wasn't great it wasn't amazing but Benzema just did extra good he just did extra mm-hmm. good that he can do and he just won a ballon door for it so it makes no sense
0: yeah. yeah it's it's a yeah and the, and the whole bound all things like all politics and weird stuff i mean we've, oh, we've it, seen it today is. that uh Holland won player of the year pfa player of the year qualified was in was in the was in the running for young player of the year and somehow didn't win it despite being player of the year so you it just goes to show yeah. those, those sorts of awards are basically a farce and you shouldn't actually be. Should, i guess actually shouldn't be taken that seriously because it, that's no.
1: clearly not a serious award if that's happened and They've obviously gone. But we can't get. It's like it's, it's like you do you do when you're a, when you're a kid and you're playing for like the under it, under twelve. like well, let's give him one too. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a
0: participation. match, yeah, isn't it is, it? Yeah, that's what it is. It's
1: like yeah, it's, yeah. It's like he won that one, but you got to share. Let mm. him have one as well. Yeah, yeah. So. so just
0: just stupid. I mean, that that's a different conversation for a different day for sure. But yeah, that that is Man City. Uh, Foden, I think, uh, and, and, and just just to round off your, your question there, Gasky, I think in the I think in the world where De Bruyne is injured. I think that you know, as, as happy as I was with the Sheffield United performance, um, I think we, I think we did see that a much more burden was placed on the wingers from a creative standpoint. Because as much as I like Kovacic and Alvarez, they aren't natural creators like a Foden or a Kevin no. De Bruyne. So, They're on,
1: yeah, but I think Kovacic more will, will control the game. It's why they want Nunes, isn't it? Because Nunes gives you that more attacking threat that Kovacic doesn't give you. He gives you more control. Mm. So, yeah I, think, yeah, I think Nunes would be a brilliant signing
0: for them. Yeah. yeah. So um hopefully Foden can stay fit because especially with De Bruyne out until like 2024. Is his, is his we no. him. And so far no. every single game he's played apart from Sevilla where everyone was pants, um he's been unbelievable. It's fair well, to say. Um,
1: I, I will say I will say I will I will boost your ego, but Nobbins' ball knowledge is on point up to now on the season. Thank you, on points thank you mate
0: and we, we, I think we need to have a, another podcast where we talk about how good Rodri is but there's not enough time to do it now just again no, definitely, an, definitely. another crucial match winning goal say
1: <laughs> what CDM debate next top five potentially yeah <laughs> uh,
0: I've got I've got thoughts on that um Again, we'll talk about Rodri later, but it's just just a floating thought. I, I don't know why. I don't know how many goals and assists this man has for a defensive midfielder, but it's it it feels put, like it's insane. Put
1: him at a. a instead. <laughs> we'll
0: get well again. We'll, we'll talk. We'll touch on this uh, late just because we're, we're running over from the city's situation. But Rodri's actually come out and said something like, "With Kovacic playing next to me instead of someone like Gundogan, it allows me, not me, Nobbins, but me, Rodri." to actually progress further up the pitch. Yeah. So actually, Rodri's even made a, a note that he's actually able to play a bit more advanced now with Ko- who's Kovacic more conservative than Gundogan, which yeah. is interesting. So we're actually able to see more of yeah. Rodri's creativity, which is interesting. Because he's got a heck of a shot on him. So He's got a heck of a shot, a heck of a pass. Yeah. Um, but I, dig- I digress, that is yeah. Rodri. Definitely. Uh, go the D- DM, question mark. We'll have a chat about that. Uh, Gasky, shall we have a look at, uh, Patreon supporter questions? Yeah, let's do it. Fantastic. If you guys want to get involved on the Patreon questions, you need to sign up to the Patreon, which you can do for £3 a month. The link is in the video description and the show notes description. Um, Oren, who I know is a Liverpool fan, asks, who do you think would be the best forward for Liverpool when Salah leaves? Now, I, I don't, I don't know if he means... Who's who will be the best? Who's there?
1: You guess he's replace. Who would be the replacement best replacement? Um, I think. I mean, lot, in, in they've that, never really got a right winger, aren't they? In an ideal world, you get Saka, but that ain't happening. No, yeah, big. And to be fair, we I think we had this discussion with City replacing Mares, didn't we? Who would they get? Mm. So I, I tell you what, for, for them, I, I do think... you, who do you put there? Because I think I think Jota, Jota, Gakpo, and Nunes is not a bad front three. Yeah, and I'm even even Diaz is there as well. So, but who would you put at right? I'm thinking that
0: with all the fun and chaos caused by, infamously caused by Darwin Nunez, pop him at striker. I like Darwin Nunez, pop him at striker. I don't want to hear any of this left wing shenanigans. Start him Olegapo, who I don't really like to be honest, and whoever's on Diaz on the left. I like, I like, I really like Diaz. Yeah, he's a very good player. Sign a player who I thought City should have signed, Elise. And Palace. Left-footed, more control-based,
1: more creative, not total opposite that is, of a Salah. That is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But maybe, but then that's what Diaz does anyway. Diaz does what Salah does. Well, that's does what I'm thinking.
0: I, I, yeah. I, I don't like the idea of Salah and Darwin and Diaz all in the same front three because- the reason It's it, a bit hectic. Yeah. The reason it worked with Salah, Mane, Firmino is because Salah and Mane were basically the strikers. Firmino was the more creator, facilitator sort of thing. So- in that situation, Darwin's more of the actual striker, and Elise can be the facilitator. So I think maybe go for something because you're never going to be play Salah's output.
1: No, you won't, and you need you're relying on it's them numbers, isn't it? You're relying on two players to get the output of Salah. Exactly, so you need yeah. someone who's going to create. Yeah. yeah.
0: Have you ever seen Moneyball, the baseball film? No. Oh, you should watch. It's really good. It's, I think it's on Netflix. Basically, the the, the plot is you know the uh, uh, the the uh, uh, is it Brad Pitt? I think it's Brad Pitt. Um, the Oakland Athletics, uh, my baseball team, uh, have, have to sell. had to sell all their best players, to like the New York Yankees, and like, and they're trying to replace him. And it's like you can't replace him, but we can recreate him in the aggregate. So it's that sort of thing. It's like you can't actually <laughs> oh, replace yeah. Salah, but you can maybe replace his goals in, in the overall yeah. aggregate sort of thing. So, all right. Yeah. That, 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 I think that's an interesting shout. Get, get I know he's just signed a new deal with um,
1: with yeah. Palace, but. but- but well, as we know, players yeah. sign deals to get money for the club, don't they? Exactly. So, so that's a thing.
0: Um, and Village asks, "Did you answer my UFC children fighting question last podcast?" No, we didn't because we didn't have time. But we got. I, uh, I want to do it now, Gaskey. So not a football-related one. But <laughs> Village <we> <laughs> asks. So you're in a cage fight, and it's UFC rules. So no below the belt, uh, etc. Right. Okay. Uh, no biting. You eliminate children by submission or knockout. Now, it, oh no! I was going to say he doesn't say what age they are, but he does. It says they're all six-year-olds, and they all want to kill you. You face waves of waves of them that double each round. So one, two, four, eight, four, six. Yeah. You have twenty minutes to take out a round. A new wave of kids comes every round. The quicker you knock out, the quicker you progress. How many waves can you do? The new wave enters after twenty minutes,
1: no matter. So, what, so round one. Them. So round one is one six-year-old, exactly. And then, as quick as you do it, the next round starts with two six-year-olds, and so on and so on. Yes. Right. Okay. So, oof.
0: so basically, it's like six, so, six-year-olds. So, so, not very old. so I can def. I can definitely do. One. I could six. I think everything up to sixteen. I, I can do one, two, four. I reckon I could do eight because because because. Again, again, it's US uh, uh, One kick would knock out, would take out a six-year-old. But you could take out three
1: with one kick. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it, it's like it's, I'm, all I can think about now is Call of Duty Zombies. You just line them up and you just go. <laughs> 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 like, you just go down like Skittles.
0: Yeah, because you could just like run at them, and you could like you know like flying knee
1: them in the face. Them, yeah, and that's the end of them. Exactly. Yeah, like I, that's why I mean I I think genuinely up to thirty two. I, you could have, I, yeah. I couldn't do six, sixty-four. Six, sixty-four it the sheer you. number. It was the sheer you. number. If you've got two on you, kicking one leg you can't move and they're grabbing mm. your leg. You can't move. So you don't have the power. So I think 32 edge 32, just about, I think.
0: Yeah. Because you've got 20 minutes. So you can, you can, you can like run around and like kick out and like, you know, take them down gradually.
1: Is it against the rules to climb up the cage and like jump on top of them?
0: I don't know what UFC rules are. I think you can <laughs> climb no, If you cage, could can climb can't can't you? up the side of the cage, you can just jump off and land on about 15 of them. Or do like a frog splash. The let's, style. let's be
1: fair. Let's be fair. Right. The size of me. Yeah. That kid ain't getting back up. It's not like you know one. If one hit against one six-year-old, mm. that six-year-old's done. Then He's not going to get back up and carry on. Mm. So you could just you could just tactically do it, couldn't you? If, you just, if I was to frog splash them, I'd, I'd crush them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think I agree. Yeah, sixteen or thirty-two is probably the sweet spot. Sixty-four, as you say, yeah. just by virtue of numbers. Sixty-four,
1: just I think you just get overwhelmed. Mm. Yeah, but I think about the size of it. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be full. You have no space. You'd be full. Yeah, exactly.
0: If you had maximum space, you could you could take on loads. Oh, 128, yeah, 256. Easily. yeah, easy. But it's the fact that you know they were just like tactically. <laughs> if, I had, if I had a car, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good question, Village. Thank you for that. Uh, hopefully that satisfied uh, your. Do we do we put more effort into them questions than the
1: rest of the podcasts? <laughs> well, it's,
0: well, it's more fun. It's, it's just it is. It is. It's, it? It's, different, it? It's, it's different, isn't it? It's different. Yeah, that's why I like I like the occasional mental question like that, uh, like. in you know the first ever one it was like how far can you kick a chihuahua that was like that was a classic classic,
1: classic question
0: (laughs) top pins yeah uh guys that's the end of the podcast thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it this is season two of the knobcast uh uh, stick with us this season you'll really enjoy yourselves and say thank you for listening make sure to follow so you'll stay updated um nobbins has been nobbins
1: Gasky has been Gasky.
0: And listen to us later this week for top five all-time Premier League goalkeepers. You don't want to miss that one. It's a spicy, uh, controversial debate. Goodbye, guys.